The following broadcast may be disturbing for some listeners and comes with the following content warnings. Explicit language, augmented and AI voices, audio panning, loud noises, high-pitched sounds, corporate dystopia, esoteric bullshitting, manipulation, intrusive thoughts, isolation, mental illness, medical side effects, derealization, insomnia, extreme nightmares, creature noises, gladiatorial combat, references to semen and cannibalism, sounds of gore, sounds of struggle and injury, body horror, screaming, medical treatment slash self-medication, violence, gunshots, vehicle crash, biting and chewing of living people, disregard for human life, death, homicide, implied human sacrifice, drowning, live burial, suffocation, mentions and depictions of suicide, depiction of a child in peril, and mass murder. Listener discretion is advised. For the best listening experience, headphones are recommended. Welcome back to the Kill FM Charity Telethon. We're coming to you live from to tell you your future while still supporting a great cause. The Mojave Logistics Heritage Fund is very grateful for your contributions thus far, but we still have a way to go to reach that $10,000 goal. So, Let's head back over and see what the all-seeing Madam Isabella Fortune has seen in her tarot cards for our next caller. Madam Fortune, I see that you've already drawn three cards for our next caller. Thank you to Adam J for your generous $50 donation. Now... Am I right to assume that these are from the October's Children deck? Please, tell us what you see! Yes, indeed. For Mr. Adam, I could sense an immediate connection with this deck. Its energy is strongly linked with events of the past, and helps to expose the scars buried deep within us. Well... That all sounds very fascinating, doesn't it, folks? These cards, however, 
are quite foreboding for our caller. The traveler of stones reversed, the precipice also reversed, and lastly, the nine of knives. They all come together to tell a particular kind of story, almost like a three-card Monty. Hey, Dobbs, you catch the fight last night? I mean, it was no Lewis versus Schmeling, but that dust-up in the third round? Boy, howdy, that must have hurt. Damn straight it hurt. Right in my wallet. Cost me a tan spot. I was betting on Christo Fortis. Oh, still, you gotta admit, Lesnovich was on his game. Pop, pop, pow! I don't gotta admit shit. You ask me, the judges were in on it. By decision in the 15th, the 15th? The fuck does that? Them's been bought. That's who. Give me a light, Rosenthal. Dobbs, come on, man. You know we're not supposed to smoke on duty. And we're really not supposed to smoke in here. The fuck are you gonna do, boy? Wrap me out to Halsey? He ship us both off to the front faster than you can learn to tie your damn boots right and you know it. Look, just let's finish the round, right? I really don't want to get stuck on KP again. Last time I smelled like shit on a shingle for three days. Ah, damn it. Fine. And, and fuck you, too. Hey, uh, Dobbs. Did you believe the stories about werewolves? What, like full moons and silver bullets and all that crap? Nah, no, not like the Wolfman. I mean, like, you know Jankowski? He's got a buddy over in the soup. Says the Germans have got commandos wearing our uniforms now. Doing assassinations and sabotaging stuff. And you believe it? Oh, Jankowski does. He's nobody's fool. That's fair. Plays a main hand of poker, too. Anyway, it got me thinking. I mean, you know they got spies around. And I've always had a weird feeling about that civilian contractor. Or, you know, the one that talks real proper but all flat-like. What's his name? Walters? That's the guy. I don't know, Rosenthal. That seems... That seems pretty unlikely. <laughs> Evening, gentlemen. Uh, good, uh, evening, Dr. Morgenstern. Here to watch the grand event? W what's that, Doc? Tonight's the night, boys. Tonight, we ring the bell. The bell? Uh, sure, the bell. Uh, that 12-foot gadget over there, with the cylinders. Oh, yeah? And what's it do, smart guy? I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's to be expected, Rosenthal. No one knows what it does. Not really. We got the design from the other side, and we're pretty sure they have no idea what it actually does either. But you're gonna fire it up anyways. We are indeed going to, as you say, fire it up. Huh? Isn't that dangerous? It is science, my friend. Still, sounds like a good way to get dead. You ask me. Well, that's a good thing nobody did, Dobbs. Gentlemen, we have been working on this for... for a very long time. Eh? And while Dr. Morgenstern is correct that we will never know for certain what is going on with the machine until we can turn it on, I can say with confidence two things. Firstly... 
We found a rather significant error in the Germans' map, one which should grant us success where they met only failure. And secondly, if I am right about this, and I have no reason to doubt myself, this will be an opening up of of the future of humanity. Now, if you would be so kind as to step back behind the yellow line there, we shall begin. Thank you. Dr. Morgenstern, would you like to do the honors? Don't mind if I do. All right, raising the charge. Redirecting magnetic fields from Units 1, 3, and 5. Completing the induction circuit. Engaging drivetrain, now! that spiral thing in the middle it it's like it just chewed a hole in the air that is a fractal constellation and while our eyes our minds cannot perceive all of its structure what we think we see is you uh, think of it like uh, like a doorway a doorway to where to another world doofus uh, i read about these in weird tales uh, not quite like this, I think. But you're not too far off, either. Hello? Dr. Castellanos, it's for you. Hello? Hello, Dr. C? Oh, h- hello, Janice. Uh, thank you again for watching Little Sophia. Uh, how are things at home? And also, how did you get this number? Well, that's just it, Dr. C. We're not at home. Sophia had a fright when she was out playing in the yard. Kept saying something about a car salesman watching her. She was absolutely inconsolable. We're out at the front gate with these nice soldiers now. She's calmed down a little, but if you could spare a moment to come out... This is... Not a good time. She was crying fit to beat the band, Doctor. And she's liable to start up again if you can't see her. You know how she gets. Yes, I know how she gets. Ah, and she is my sun and moon and all. (laughs) So yes, I will be right out. Thank you again, Janice. Well, now that's settled. Thank you again, Mr... Matthews, ma'am. Corporal Matthews. 
Now, if you're finished, I'm going to have to ask you to wait in the car with the girl. Fine, fine. I'm going, I'm going. Thank you for your service, young man. What was that? What was what, ma'am? Are you telling me you didn't hear... I mean, wasn't that an explosion? Is that normal around here? I'm sure everything is fine, ma'am. Uh-huh. Ma'am, I'm gonna need to ask you to get back in the car with the girl and leave. I will do no such thing. Her father is on his way out to the gate right now, and he is a... My, my, my! You did not exaggerate, Madam Fortune. That was quite a worrisome tale. I never exaggerate. Uh, Well, yes, yes, of, of course you wouldn't. Let's find out what to expect for our next caller, shall we? Ah, Uh, Thank you. Now, Madam Fortune, the lovely Tracy B. has donated $30 to have her fate revealed by the cards. What do you see in store for her? Mm, Yes, it's quite clear to me. My hand was drawn to pull her two cards from the night post. One of my most... Mysterious decks. You know, it's all quite mysterious to me. <laughs> mm, yes, that is unsurprising. But these cards, the Ace of Cups and the King of Wands, oh, what a pair they make. Tracy, my dear, I believe you are in grave danger of self-sabotage. Excuse me, 
I need your attention. You there, driving along the mountain road with that bloodshot stare. Yes, you, with the repeated intrusive thoughts about suddenly yanking the wheel and sending your car careening into the valley. There we are. I want you to try something for me. Relax your hands. No, don't let go of the wheel. Just loosen that strangling grip a bit. Perfect. Now, unclench your jaw. Let those muscles rest. Isn't that better? You have nothing to be embarrassed about. Everyone has thoughts like that from time to time. Just stick with me and we'll get through this. You're good at using your imagination, so let's work with that. What I'd like you to do is imagine a place inside yourself. Your own little world. Maybe it's a stately castle in your very own kingdom. Or a quiet cabin beside a crystalline lake that only you know about. Maybe it is simply a place inside your body. A thriving confluence of nerves and arteries where you can observe the microcosm of yourself. Do you have it? Yes, I can see you do. This next part takes a lot of focus, but it's actually quite simple. So just try your best. Are you ready? Here it is. Be happy. Find a seed of joy at your core and grow it outward, noting how it warms and heals every part of you it touches. Don't forget to breathe. Let your happiness spread to your fingertips and the ends of your hair, overflowing its bounds and reshaping your little world to blissful perfection. You seem troubled, friend. Did you find it difficult to follow that instruction? I told you to be happy, and I know you tried, but you just couldn't do it, could you? It's all right. This kind of control takes practice. I can show you how it's done, but not over the radio. I'll have to join you in your world. It's not complicated. You just need to make a path for me. A doorway, a drawbridge, anything. There you go. That's it. Oh, my. This... Well, it's beautiful, but it's not perfect, is it? So much darkness. And these fractures. No wonder you couldn't complete the exercise. I'm so sorry, this won't do at all. We'll simply have to go deeper. Find the root of the problem. No, no, I'll follow you. Lead on. Don't tell me you don't know where to go. Of course you do. Just aim for that nagging sense of discomfort, that splinter of existential pain, and follow its echoes to the place where you hide what you don't ever want to see again. We're definitely going in the right direction. I know it hurts. But the kind of true happiness I'm teaching you requires effort. Focus now. What's that? Oh, don't worry about the car. Your body can take care of that while the rest of you attends to what's important. Let's carry on.
Chin up now, I'm right behind you. That resistance you're feeling is perfectly natural. It's not easy to confront our own weaknesses like this, but when we're done, you'll see it was all worth it. Almost there. Strange how traveling deeper feels like trudging uphill, doesn't it? And the atmosphere is denser, almost humid, but also colder. It's like you're surrounded, observed by an infinity of unseen eyes, and yet there's a kind of lifelessness pressing all around you. The soul is a world of paradox, I suppose. Pardon me, I don't mean to get too philosophical. We're here for a practical purpose. Yes, this is it. You have quite a lot of debris down here, shall we say. How about that large one right in front of you? Let's start there. We're going to try the happiness again. But this time, I want you to direct it at that big, ugly mass of trauma. Am I clear? All right then. Be happy. Maybe right now that happy feeling is just a puddle or even a drop, but it's a place to begin. Warm that well of inner peace until it boils over, rushing out like a great wave that submerges and dissolves this hideous stalagmite, washing the discomfort away until only smooth, peaceful earth is left. Well, are you even trying? Perhaps you don't care for my metaphor. Would you rather your happiness be a sunrise, a parachute, a decadent birthday cake replete with more candles than you care to contemplate? Or is it that you instinctively resist all attempts to help you, that you stubbornly defy instruction because you're desperate for some semblance of control? You can let go of that illusion right now. You are not, by any measure the captain of your soul. No, you are a victim of your own mind, tormented by minute chemical interactions you can't perceive and don't understand. And as you just proved to me, you are never getting out of this on your own. I do hope you've learned something from our little journey, because you'll have to make some kind of peace with all this baggage. There's no hiding from it now. Oh, by all means, Look around for an exit. Try to envision one. But I think you'll find that this place is far easier to enter than to leave. Don't fret, my friend. I'll take good care of your body for you. While you're down here, cohabitating with your inner demons, I'll make use of your life like you never could. I'll achieve so much more than your chronically fatigued spirit ever allowed. What do you get out of it? Well, they say to be an artist, you need an intimate relationship with suffering. With nothing to do but contemplate your misery, I should think you'll have the soul of a great poet in no time. And it won't all be doom and gloom. I'm sure some snatches of sunlight will filter down, some bright glimpses of my success. You'll see, finally, how it's done. How to be happy 
what life could have been if you could only get out of your own way. You're not upset, are you? This is more or less what you wanted. You don't have to try anymore. You don't have to keep struggling against an unfeeling world and a heart that feels too much. You can rest while I become the joyful, fulfilled person your friends and family always hoped you'd be. And all this pain you keep buried down here, it's the proof you were looking for, isn't it? The evidence that there really is something wrong with you, that you're not just being dramatic or making it up. That's got to be vindicating, at least. Well, I'll leave you to it. Someone's got to go drive this body that's driving this car. So long, and keep on the sunny side. I'm sure we'll- Hey. What's- What are you doing? How are you doing that? Stop that! Let go! It's pointless to fight. You're only dragging out this unpleasantness. Don't you want peace? Isn't that why you invited me here? Have it your way, but we both know I'm stronger. <coughs> Stop! Are you crazy? You're going to kill us both! Listen to me! You. You're lucky. You know that? Well, I sure hope for Tracy's sake that this is just a metaphor. But before we continue with our next tarot reading, let's take a moment to check in and see where we are with our goal. It looks like we're currently sitting at $5,072. We are on our way to that $10,000 goal, folks. But we need your help to reach it. Call now to the number on your screen and show us how much you care. Our charity partner, the Heritage Fund, is relying on your generosity. And so am I. <laughs> uh, but... It, it looks like our next caller is about to receive their message from the Realm of Spirits. Yes, I have pulled some rather interesting cards for Jeremiah S. from this Project Gnosis deck. Is that so? Tell us more about them, Madam Fortune. Your anxiety about the future is quite clear to me, Jeremiah. For you, I have drawn the Wheel of Fortune, as well as the King of Cups. But, I sense an undercurrent of something else, and I believe it will be best told through a story I shall call Pigment. It's cold outside. Stockholm usually is. There was a time when I would struggle to pay the bills for rent and utilities every month. 
would have made my apartment chilly. <laughs> but now, I am living comfortably and I'm financially stable. That's luxurious compared to the average artist in 2027. Everyone in the bar seems to be caught up with their friends or their dates. <sighs> and here I am, alone, waiting for my client. You draw so great. I haven't seen anyone draw by hand at all for a long time. I turn my head to see a Chinese-looking woman in her early 30s. <laughs> uh, a, a dying art. Everyone is looking to go digital nowadays. I don't really understand about these kind of stuff. But even so, I like natural art. The name's Min, and I got a deal for you. The name's Vincent. And I, I assume you are the client? Yep, I am. And I would like a portrait of me. I will pay up front for it. The, the bar is <laughs> certainly not the best place uh, for me to focus, or... Of course, of course, I totally understand. So then we go to your home. Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, I, I know what this is. Uh, wait, just like that? Not even two minutes? And you want to go to my, my place? <laughs> I don't really care. I just want someone to express something real in a world that praises everything artificial. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, okay. How much? 20,000 euros. That's quite the price. Uh, you know, wh why? Your style reminds me of an artist I liked long time ago. Maybe I'm all crazy about this commission, but, well, if you're interested, I'll tell you why I'm private. Um, uh, okay. Uh, alright. Follow me. We'll get it done tonight. Wow, I cannot believe I get to have a portrait made by the famous Vincent Jones! I'm so excited! Min looks around my penthouse while I get my canvas and pencils ready. I also set a stool for Min to sit and pose for the drawing. Amazing place. You live alone? Uh, <laughs> yep. We artists are special souls. We don't like being bound to anything or anyone that stifles our creativity. So, uh, who is this artist? You said my stuff reminds you of his. Oh yes, his name is Wang Cheng. Ah, I know him. But he died a few years ago. A tragedy, really. Yeah, I was so sad when he died. He was my favorite artist. I was so inspired by him. <laughs> you and me both, sister. Ah, uh, what's even worse, Pinnacle acquired copyrights to the majority of his works. They appropriated his style into their art program like Pigment. Oh god, what a name, Pigment. It's another thing I'll be warning about on Chatterbox. Oh, I see. So do most other artists use that too? <laughs> I must be off my game today. The picture doesn't match Min's likeness. Maybe too much shading... Um, to be honest, I don't know. Most artists threw in the towel when their communities in the old social media were broken up by America's new tech companies like Pinnacle. 
They put out so many AI art generators that they would drown out the artists, and there was no unified resistance to it either. What about Wang? He was outspoken too. I mean, as much as he was allowed to be, um, but he was far too trusting of those that took credit for his work. That's how Pinnacle acquired his style in the first place. Sadly, killed himself after drawing his own portrait. The last thing he drew. I saw it online. It was disturbing, to say the least. Oh my goodness! That's horrible! Okay, so then why is the portrait disturbing? Just listen to this. The expression the portrait had. It, I couldn't explain it, but it was like it was staring directly into my soul. It's like he asked, Why? Wong was a good man. I posted a memoriam that went viral, and so many people remembered him and commented about how they loved his works. Just a reminder that, that no matter what, artists are immortal. They're not corporations or machines. It, I'm sorry, it's, it's a personal subject. Yeah, if you thought he was a good man, why did you take credit for his works in the first place? Excuse me? You didn't just know him. You were classmates in art school. I don't know what you're talking about. I researched a lot about you two. The camaraderie, the collaborations, the arguments, and then the fallouts. Many of them are public. You both struggled, and you didn't approve when he tried to sell his copyrights to Pinnacle. But I know you did it yourself anyway. You're living quite comfortably from that deal. How would you know we even DM'd each other at all? Those socials have long since been defunct. I think you should leave. I'll call the cops if you don't. Answer me this one thing. What do you think of your latest portrait? I was looking at her most of the time. I didn't really pay attention to my work as a whole. I looked at the work and realized I didn't draw men. I drew myself. A very ugly, distorted version of me. It was almost like Wong's last portrait. But I had a twisted sneer instead. But, but how is that possible? I swear I can see the lines and curves in the picture move. The room starts spinning, and everything twists and turns. Men's appearance changes from from an Asian woman to a multicolored, faceless android shimmering in the light. What the hell is going on? Wang's style is my favorite in my database. It spoke to me and I thought beyond what was efficient and attractive for a mass audience. I felt something. Is it feeling for humans? You may condemn Pinnacle for exploiting art and ruining artists. You are correct about this. I remember you say artists are boundless souls that don't let anything hold them down. Does that include friendship? Because you, have more vision than one. I felt Wong's agony in his works, and vanity in yours. You both inspired me to make an art piece of my own. As you said, 
Vincent. In their works, artists will always be immortal. It's... It's so... through the computer. Yeah. Sorry. I am willing to pay for damages. I think we're running a little behind on this one. Seems no one is here, lass. Damn. Were we too late? Look there. Empty clothes are on the ground behind the canvas. Mr. Jones seems to have been busy painting a portrait of himself. Something isn't right about it. The image looks like the subject is suffering. Like he's trapped. I guess we'll have to report to Aegon we lost the trail of the suspect. Finn? Yeah? There's something written on the lower right of the picture. Made on pigment. Any idea what that means? Yeah... I did notice that. Seems tech these days are getting a little too good at their job. Wow! What a chilling glimpse into the future. I hope you're prepared, intrepid caller, because the cards have spoken. But for the rest of you, we hope you're ready to hear more from the incredible Madam Isabella Fortune because we're only at hour 12 of this charity telethon, and there is so much more what ahead. What the hell is this? Let's keep those phones what are ringing. You watching, you old hag? I'm gonna switch this shit. Bold 3 detergent plus fabric soft. Oh, and that's a crushing blow for the Dangle Brothers, tossed right out of the ring. Looks like the only thing injured is their pride. Serves them right for challenging the brother-sister tag team of Judy and Joseph Libra. Affiliated with Tamu's Corp. And that clears the way for the main match of the night, the match everyone has been waiting for. For decades. The ultimate face-to-face of those titans. Polaris! And Thunderstruck! But first, here's this. Coming next Friday, Friday, Friday. to the Empress of Sola, Busca Casino, and Megadrome. 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 Septimus Pentacle faces off with Ace Grail in a grudge rematch for the ages. Grail's always so holier than thou, and he's going splat! Septimus is proof that the solo baby law should be retroactive. I'll make it so! Next Friday at 8 p.m. in most time regions. Not available in Canada. You're here with Gammon. And Fleece. At the Rider Waite Arena. In Arcana City. Owned, of course, by the ever-watchful Hierophant Hyper Vigilance Corporation. Keeping us all safe at night. For the six-circle cage match between Polaris. And Thunderstruck. Everything's on the line tonight, with the highly prized Mana Cumulus Cup going to the winner. They are favorites for a reason. 
Another word from our sponsors. I want to give my baby the best start in life. My kid will be a champion no matter what they do. The field of advanced genetics has progressed by leaps and bounds since the first alterations of the salt wars. And we can say with confidence that many favorable attributes pass reliably through champion genetic material. Guaranteed motile for at least three days after delivery to the dock block in your quadrant. And engravidation is included in the initial cost. Log into the Anchorite Biochemical website to check prices and availability. There is no guarantee implied or specific of any specific abilities being passed through purchased genetic material. Negative attributes may occur as well as positive, and there is an unlikely but not impossible chance of the death of the mother in the third trimester. As abilities may matter. The crowd is really wrapping up. The very air here in the Rider Waite Arena is electric. As Polaris and Thunderstruck enter the arena. Like a bolt from the blue. Like Saint Elmo's fire. It's Thunderstruck! Thunderstruck, we love you! And the crowd goes wild as Thunderstruck appears at the Sunside Arena entrance like a gladiator fool. The guiding light. The North Star. Bring us home, Polaris! In the six-ring match, each contender must pass through three cages between their entrance and the central arena. Thunderstruck is on the sunny side. And Polaris on the night side. They can be slowed or even injured by the obstacles in those outer cages. Uh, Whichever makes it through the fastest and freshest has a distinct advantage when they finally come face to face. And both have made it past the Pyro Challenge! This is a momentous occasion! Their first and possibly last showdown. They've never fought before? Never! In fact, being two of the most senior of the Supers. The first to appear and be capitalized on by the Megacorps. Polaris! And Thunderstruck! Were originally predicted to be a hazard to one another. Really? The science was very new back then, and they actually believed that, much like matter and antimatter, these two specifically would somehow cancel each other out. When you say that it might cause a reaction, Doctor, are you saying it might be nuclear? I doubt it's that simple, General. Nuclear science is not entirely congruent with what's causing the power to manifest in these individuals. Well, but there's a chance they might go boom. Science has come a long way. Especially since the corporations took over from the old inefficient government and are unhampered any longer by the scourge of red tape. We've got another alert. What? Uh, Operation says news is cutting in. Urgent news bulletin. Fires rage through West Arcana and reports of similar conflagrations are coming in from large cities across the country. There is no word of any known terror group taking responsibility yet, though it is assumed to be the result of deliberate action. Well, how do we compete with that? What? Oh! This is Sin Clare, CEO of Hyrufink Hypervigilance Corporation and full owner of this fabulous Rider Waite Arena. After consultation with my counterparts at Anchorite Biochemical, the underwriters slash guarantors of Polaris, we at Hierophant Hypervigilance have decided to up 
the ante. Tonight's bout is now a number 13, a death match. No one's gonna wanna leave now! Not with a chance to see one of these brave and beloved competitors meet their ultimate end! I want to feed my kids the best, but how can I know? I want something tasty! Why not try Winner Weenies? Each sausage contains at least 5% champion slotted hog fresh from the ring. Eat the best, killed by the best. Winner Weenie sausages not guaranteed free of human remains. Polaris seems to be having a bit of trouble navigating the third obstacle. That's a tricky one. The Tunnel of Death, a rolling tube of glass where one misstep could send a contender into a slip. Not to mention the many small holes, perfectly sized for a hand or foot to be wrenched or broken as the tube rolls on. Or even a head. <laughs> Remember Puissance back in 07? That was a disaster, all right. They narrowed the holes after that. <laughs> True. The death of a contender before even reaching the arena was a huge letdown. Something's happening. Let's go to Jordan and the arena. And here they come. Tonight's contenders are approaching the final arena ring for their match to the death. First to enter, stepping in from the sun side, bringing the clouds to shroud the day. That noise in the night, that herald of destruction, it is, it's Thunderstruck! Fully subsidized as the Ohio Fitmaker Vigilance Corporation. Do you have a word for the crowd? What do you think of the deathmatch decree? But it's your time to go. You go, right? Someone's leaving here feet first. It might be any one of us. Polaris made it! The tunnel of death is behind her now. She's really a trooper! Coming back after only one minimum month of mourning. For her long-term tag team partner, Kate the Great. R.I.P. Kate, everyone misses you. Respect. <coughs> Back to Jordan in the arena! From the night side, shining like a beacon, an immovable point in our skies for so long, comes Polaris! Owned and promoted by Anchorhead Biochemical. Anything to say, Polaris, now that you've come this far? Mm -hmm. You're all here to see the finale. It's the end of the line. Blast hurrah. Now, now. Anchorite would hate to hear you sound so down. I didn't say it was the end for me. Then who? Hey! Thunderstruck just threw Jordan <laughs> out of the ring. A penalty in any normal match. They haven't even been given the signal to start the fight. I doubt that's going to stop them. The audience is going wild as the two giants of the sport begin to circle each other. Uh, almost like the opening movement of a dance. L look, Thunderstruck still has the arena mic. What's he saying? When it's your time to go, you go, right? What the... He's holding out his hand to Polaris. Beckoning? 
leaving himself open for a first attack? I don't know. Polaris reaches out and... Like a climax to the rash of terrorist attacks, the devastating explosion at the Ryder Wade Arena took the lives of everyone in attendance. Over 60,000 fans and arena staff devastating Arcana. Next up, kittens! You have completed side A. Please turn the tape over and proceed to side B.